Hey everybody, I sit alongside bling, bling. Keith. This is Wood. And this is So What You Say. Yes, it is. We keep them it coming. Is, it what is. are we, 37 months straight? Yes, yes we are. Yeah, and somehow we convince someone to get in here with us uh, once a month you, at least. You yeah. got to liquor them up before you ask them, man. Mm-hmm. And this mm-hmm. is on the anniversary, almost, what's today's date? Today's the 9th, right? 9th, yeah. Of August, right? Yeah. Of what year? 2020. The fucked up year, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And tomorrow is the anniversary of Jeffrey Epstein not killing himself. <laughs> and because we have... <laughs> Because Jeffrey Epstein did not kill himself, he was, yeah. a, bi- he was a billionaire. Yeah. We brought in the uh, money dude to talk about money. We did. All right. As a matter of fact. Another, another mask off. Here we are, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. we're happy for this. All right. Mr. Mask off. Can I describe or uh, tell everybody what a oh, mask off I, is? Oh, I jumped over that. Yeah, he doesn't I care. did jump over Keith that. Keith is uh, starting to get uh, big for his britches nowadays, now that we're in season four. Well, he's doesn't good. need me anymore. Wait, doesn't need me anymore. Tell him what a mask off is, would <laughs> Yeah, uh, for those of you that are you just... You think after 37 times I'd get that <laughs> yeah, part down. Yeah, no. I, I feel like every week's a new adventure. <laughs> Tell them what a mask-off is, Wood. A mask-off, for those of you that are just tuning in, is when we bring somebody in that uh, does something better than we do, different than we do it, um, and we peel that mask off, we get to know them, get to know what they're about, get to know about what it is they do, and uh, just have a real conversation. So, to our mask-off guests, who are you, what's your name, what is it that you do? You guys got a low bar bringing me in here. But anyway, my name's John. <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. Uh-huh. My lawyers to- told me to leave it at that. But okay. Anyway, Keith asked me if I could come in and talk about money a little bit. Okay. So, money, you know, okay. Again, don't expect much, but here we are. Again, All right. All John right. grew up in Ogden, went, got a couple de- degrees, had a career, and here I am with Keith, you know, and Keith and Wood you know, in my, quote, retirement years to talk about money. So we'll see what, see what happens with that. Well, you got the people's <laughs> attention because we likes the money. Yeah, we do. We ain't making none, but we <laughs> like it, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, John, the money dude. We like to warm you up with some questions, man. All right, uh, this, 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 this is you. When you remember, remember, you remember, you used to roll your coins. You know what I mean? Yeah. You catch all your coins. Or you, you know, you count your money to go and buy, you know, cheap beer. You and your boys, you know mm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Some warm up questions, man, for for the for the week for you. All right, out of these two instruments, which one do you like the most, harmonica or tambourine? Harmonica. Do you mm, like yeah. the sound of it, or is it easier to play? Have you ever played a harmonica? I've actually grabbed, you know, done something with both, but I don't know what I call it played. But uh-huh. yeah, I like the sound of the harmonica. Okay. Plus, yeah. my little guy plays bluegrass, and there's a harmonica or two in there sometimes. Gotcha. So yeah. Last time you put a puzzle together. Remember in the house on the table, I'm guessing five years ago. I don't know. Okay. You ever see a Chick-fil-A commercial? I do. 
Did you, you've seen one? Yeah, I've never seen one. Would you see it, one? I've seen. You've never seen a Chick Fil A. I've commercial? never seen a Chick Fil A. It's usually commercial. it's either um, usually it's cows saying eat more chicken. No commercial on TV, not the damn billboards. Yeah, yeah, they had those commercials. Yeah, they had them. Never seen yeah. them. It's been a minute, but the, yeah, I mean, they were usually one, the billboards. But yeah, yeah, and it even they put the billboard over the cow and walked the cow in front of the screen. They had this one where there were construction workers doing their construction stuff, and there was an eat more chicken thing. Oh yeah. fuck, my fault! I didn't know I was sitting in yeah. a room full of chicken aficionados. <laughs> my bad. How, if you would have be reincarnated as an animal, what animal would it be? I like the cheetah. The cheetah. The guy talking about money, talking about a cheetah. <laughs> oh, that makes me feel warm and fuzzy. <laughs> All right. And and last not real strong, but you can't catch me. So. <laughs> and my only question, it is the last question, is which era do you wish you were born in? Which era? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've been through some pretty good ones, but I don't know. The twenties intrigue me. Why is that? I'm sure it's like anything, life relatives, you know, seems simpler, but, you know, mm-hmm. the heydays before the Depression and that, you know, mm-hmm. I just, I don't know, liked it, Great Gatsby type of, type of thing, you know. You could have gotten a bootlegging, too. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> could have gotten a bootlegging. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, seems romantic, but that's from afar and from history's eyes. Been I'm like sure a Kennedy. Sucked, but, yeah, right. You know, anyway. It did, huh, it's okay. like depending upon what end of the bootlegging you are. <laughs> that's okay. true. Yeah. Okay, and our, our mask off guest always introduces our snaggles. What are we drinking today, John? Some fancy bottle with... Looks like a waxy crayon written on it. Apricot <laughs> grappa. Apricot grappa. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. A um, little sweet. A little bitter. Yeah. I yeah. really don't like apricots. I don't either. It, I, I, it's like the uh, uh, Peach's half-brother. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, it's, I, I just, I'd rather have a peach. If we're going to take the time to grow something that looks like that, let's go with a peach. Nectarine's short bus brother. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I get behind that. That's uh, And that stuff is okay. I, I'm going to say it's okay. Haven't had, you know, more than one or two samples of real grappa. That's not grappa. That's not grappa? The Italian boys would be laughing at us, man. That's too sweet. Well, uh, considering (laughs) where that's made, which I believe is in some uh, barn in Wyoming, uh, it, uh, yeah, the Italians are laughing at us because of that bottle. It is Italians in Wyoming. (laughs) All right. (laughs) <laughs> Snacklers is brought to you by I'm English uh, by Tiger Claw Tattoo, guys. You know where they're at? They're in Mill Creek. Um, funny, funny little story, real quick, guys. Uh, Shay, Tiger Claw Tattoo uh, proprietor. Yep, he uh, gets a hold of us this last week and mm-hmm. says, within the first sound of a certain somebody's voice, he knew who he was talking to. They just by happen chance ran into each other. You know who he ran into this week? Who? None other than Sam the Rodeo Clown. Oh, that's a distinguished voice, right? Yeah, that's yeah. a distinguished and, and, and a voice that you hear right off top. And you're like, wow. <laughs> and if I'm not mistaken, Shay said the second he heard his voice, it scattered his chickens, <laughs> and and it was all downhill from there. Probably the best line ever spoken into one of these. So what you're saying, microphones? It man. is. It is. And guys, Tiger Claw Tattoo. They're over there in Mill Creek. Yeah, you want to get yourself inked up and uh, maybe get a, a smiley face tattooed on the on your body because of this 2020, and it's kind of sad to remind yourself that you know there's happy times here somewhere. Yeah, go see Tiger Claw tattoo. Make it all about you. Make 2020 all about you. I lived through that. <laughs> yeah, did exactly. You, did you get Corona? No. Nope. Did you get laid off? No. But did I got a Tiger Claw tattoo. No, I had to watch it on the news. <laughs> so go see Jack them, guys. Asses. They're in Mill Creek. All right, my first question I want to ask the money dude, because I think this is bullshit. I think this is bullshit. Why the hell is there money. a coin shortage? Where, where the hell did all the coins go? 
All right, the coins were there before. People, people made tabletops and floors out of them, put them and in the uh, polyurethane. You go to any brother's house. You, you, right? re, you realize got, you invited a cynic, right? They, so. got, they got a jar full. I got a jar full of coins. So do I. I, I, I you yeah. too? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Mm, Growing fake. up, I had, you know, you remember the five-gallon water jugs? You just yeah, yeah. those. But my parents always said, eventually when that gets full, we'll go to Disneyland. I've still not been, but... That I, bitch got full. I, I had the Coca-Cola one. Remember you buy the Coca-Cola yeah. one at Toys R Us? Uh-huh. They fill up with coins, you go to lift up, and the bottom burst out. And you put it, you yeah. know. So anyhow, why is there a coin shortage? There isn't a coin shortage. Why are they telling us Did you is? go to the store? Anybody been to the store and said, we can't give you change because we don't have coins? I see it on the sign. I know, but have you done yeah. it? No. No. Okay. And then the other piece is they're trying to make us, you know, go to cashless anyway. But... Um, the only serious part of the puzzle might be, you know, in the teeny bit I read about it over the past month or two, because I don't believe it. But logistically, there might be an issue, you know, getting coins from one point of the system to the other because of the trucking and airlines and stuff going on. I don't know if you guys have shipped anything lately, but the U.S. Postal Service is having issues moving stuff. So there might be some logistical truth to it, okay. maybe. Having said that, I haven't been anywhere that said, you know, we can't give you your pennies or dimes. Hmm. So I don't know, man. I, 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 I see it, read it. We all read the same headlines now that are getting, getting pushed to us. But I, I, supply side, there's not really a, a coin It's bullshit as as because unlike paper money, it never wears out. You know, you, you can find right. a coin still from the 70s right now, you know? Yeah, I don't you know how can. I take it yeah, out of the circulation. To, to yeah. your guy's point, I, I, I know a good friend that I'm married to. If you guys want to give her, you know, <laughs> 50 cents for every penny we got. <laughs> talk to talk to these two. They can, they can look me up, man. If you really need coins that bad, we got a boatload sitting in the cupboards. So. Uh, I'm telling you, I, haven't you ever been to somebody's house where they've done the polyurethane with pennies oh, all yeah. on their floor? In the, in the 70s? I, I no, don't know. It's it's going going yeah, it's really they didn't do it. You can afford it in the 70s, put pennies in your You urethane. needed those pennies because you could go down to the, to the corner store and buy candy for a penny. So Bolo, you were using Bolo's that shit. uncle had... A bathroom that was done. The walls was in pennies and nickels, and the toilet seat, of all things, was done in quarters. Well, he he was thought a, a lot of his shit, apparently. <laughs> well, he was—he must have been a wealthy man in the yeah. 70s you doing that high, shit. You got a highbrow crowd you're hanging yeah. out with. Yeah. <laughs> quarters and nickels in there. All right, so, John. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. No, t- cool tell sure tell us your backstory. What? What's your backstory? Why, why, why are you sitting here? Why are you the, the man of the hour? Because <laughs> you don't expect much from me. Anyway, um... <laughs> Sorry, I'm not supposed to be that truthful. Um, <laughs> kid from Ogden, uh-huh. you know, grew up, did okay in school, wanted to compete, kicked butt that way, and, you know, apparently had a horsepower too. And anyway, I got decent grades, got an undergraduate degree in accounting, um, came from, you know, lower mid-income at best, lower mid-income level family at best. Two-car household? Yeah, generally two. Some, sometimes one, okay. sometimes half. You know, okay. we worked on them a lot to keep them going. But, right. yeah, yeah, you know, Dad had his work truck and Mom had a car. Some, yeah, so, you know, two um, mm. from Ogden. Um, got an undergraduate degree, got a job, went back and got my MBA. Turns out I must have been okay at what I did. So um, moved up in the organization, you know, big corporation. The organization. That's oh, right. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, that's I just got there. the chills. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I mean... Typical company, you know, was the lucky, hardworking guy, I guess. I don't know. A lot of luck and a lot of hard work and did all right. Moved up pretty high in it and got an early retirement last year and saved, invested. <laughs> you know, I, mean, let, let, I, guess, I guess, you know, a lot of 
hemming and hawing, but that's the answer is, you know, I saved a lot, invested. But before the saving, a lot of invest, hard work. did you always like numbers? Like math never scared you? No, I love math. Since word go? Yeah, I mean, math was, you know, love might be strong, but I was always good at it and liked it and made sense and was intuitive. So and, and in, in the fourth cur- grade, you didn't have that yellow, the, the folder with the 12 times 12 equals 44 where you do it with your fingers and the 6 <laughs> times 8 equals 48. You just knew that stuff. That, yeah. that was rudimentary to you. Yeah, my fingers, because, fingers were too short. I couldn't figure it out anyway. Yeah, I just knew it. It was easy. It just, it just came <laughs> in because I love that damn yeah. thing. I remember cutting it out and sitting it, you know. Remember you had the, you had the desk and then you had the, the opening right here? You, uh-huh. you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, in the front. And, yeah. Right? And I would just sit it right there so I could look at my times tables when I was taking the test, yeah. you know, right there. You never had to do that. Math is just easy for you. Yeah, I remember the cards and I remember, memorizing yeah. them. You know. I remember in the third grade we had to pass like in off the 11s, one through 12. You know, 11s yeah. were just 5, 55, 44, yeah, 33. Easy. You know, yeah. those are easy. Uh-huh. I love those. Uh-huh. 10s were easy. Anyway, yeah, no. I, so yeah, how I, many times those, those in your... Those nines were a bitch, though. <laughs> how many times um, in your That's true. adult nines. career life did you use the Pythagorean theorem? I think I used it on the test to get into the MBA school, maybe. <laughs> I, I, this is, that's, but, but, you know, I, being real for a second, the, how many times do you hear that? You know, algebra, you know, when do you use it? It's teaching you to think. It's teaching you to solve those problems. Some people will get a career, you know, with the numbers, you know, but everything we just bitched about is what the value of all that is. You know, it takes you a long time. You know, trust sure. me, my 17-year-old doesn't understand a bit about what we're talking about. <laughs> but school's teaching you to think. You right, know, and we can talk to you. Right. You know anybody we want to here on what they were better at, but it's just teaching you to think. I was better at lunch. Yeah, mm. gym yeah, and last good. bell. That's good. And you focused on it. <laughs> yeah, focus on last bell you, like a motherfucker. You get the point, man. Yeah. You know, yeah. it just that's that's for sure. You know, how many careers people do you use? You know, a lot of the math stuff you use, but it's teaching you to get through a freaking hard problem and figure out how to yeah. do it, or you know, get done so you can go to lunch. Mm. Truth <laughs> be told, my best subject in school was math. Yeah, and then followed by art. So I don't know that the two have really much in common. Okay. But I like both of them. So you, in your best subject being math, you never understood the fact that consummation and appropriation... <laughs> I knew that one plus one equals checkbook. two. Yeah, one plus and, one equals three in your world. One plus one equals another one. <laughs> <laughs> Wood likes to fuck. <laughs> so... <laughs> Talk to me about how the economy works. All right, so we, we have this, we have, you know, the economy ebbs and flows and all this stuff. And now with the pandemic, which is the real reason we brought you on, because the pandemic's going on, and they're talking about yeah. the economy taking a shit, right? Uh-huh. So people are still buying stuff. They're buying essential stuff. We ran out of toilet paper. We ran out of Clorox wipes. We ran out of, what else did we run out of? Baby wipes, baby yeah, food, yep. all that type all that of shit. stuff. Supply and demand. P- I understand that. But just the economy overall. What makes that go? Like, how come every night on nightly news they talk about the stock market and what, what drives all that stuff? Break it down for our listeners. And by that, I mean, I'll give you some crayons to write on the wall <laughs> and we'll take Instagram pictures of it. So here, say it again. You know, I assume no responsibility, liability, sure. anything on it. I'm not giving economic <laughs> financial advice to anybody. No, we okay? just want to know how it works. So, here, so here's how it works. And that's another school issue, right? We go right. back there. We should have but do ac- we teach that? No, this I know the that's, problem. A, that's it. So I'll answer your question. Yeah. We need economics. You know, I, the kids have mm-hmm. personal finance, so it's a start. But it's supply and demand, and it right. sounds easy or simple to talk about. But unless you see, you know, at least for my head, everybody th- looks at it different. Supply and demand. You got a bunch of stuff, and you got a bunch or a few people that want that stuff, right? So you talk about the toilet paper shortage. I'm pretty certain that as soon as this pandemic started that it didn't 
you know, some people got nervous and shit more, but you know, it, it's not like overnight people were shitting more. No. And it's no, a perfect example of supply and demand. Okay. You know, the supply of toilet paper didn't ramp up immediately, but all of a sudden people saw people running out of Costco with 18 boxes of toilet paper because everybody was doing it mm-hmm. and all of a sudden it was hard to get. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they still have 17 of those 18 boxes of toilet paper sitting on the sure. shelf. Which I don't understand why that was even a thing. Join the club. I mean... Even the people it, that were doing it don't even no. understand why they did it. I mean, boil it down, right? If, if really things did or do get that bad, they're not. But if they did, I can, you know, wipe my ass with a bunch of things. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to yeah. be more worried oh, yeah. about water and food and things like that before the toilet. Yeah, oh, yeah. So, and, and, oh, yeah. And it's just such a great example to your question of how does it work. It works by how much demand, how much people want something mm. versus how much of that something there is. And... You know, again, we just created overnight this, quote, shortage for toilet paper because people were buying a lot more than they were the week before. Right. And, you know, it just, it's, that's the simple answer to the question. It's how much of something does somebody, do we want as a society or as a consumer versus how much is being produced? And where those two intersect in, in a free economy is the price, right? You know, there's price controls for that situation where, you know, there's a shortage of fuel, so the government, quote, comes in to help you and puts a cap on fuel prices and make sure people aren't gouging. Mm. And that's warranted, right? Can the government do that with toilet paper? They tried. They tried, but I didn't see it happen. I mean, again, the other side is... They they came out and said, nah, you're not to be doing that shit. Yeah, and and the other side is toilet paper isn't, you know, generally sold by some guy on the street that could, you know, charge a hundred bucks for a roll of toilet paper. It's a big corporation that's, you know, wise enough to, you know, you know. See the but, shit coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had shit in there somewhere. I just couldn't put it, you know, as, yeah. as, well, as good Snaggles, as you. Will, anyway, re- but, yeah, Snaggles right. will reach up and kick you right yeah, in the ass. Yeah. Snaggles helps Keith. He seems to slow me down. <laughs> Anyway, the point being, you know, corporate, you know, big companies that everybody loves to hate are, you know, selling the stuff. Right. And they, they realize if they all of a sudden charge 200 bucks for toilet paper, there might be some repercussions. So but, that was a part of it, too. So right. anyway. My question is, when you talk about the economy, it's like, you know, so hot dog buns are selling well, right? And hot dog buns selling well affects toothpaste over here. You know what I mean? It just, it's just like the way it works is kind of like the nervous system where you go and you get acupuncture and they put needles in your ear <laughs> to fix a problem in your knee. <laughs> I don't understand exactly how the economy works in terms of this thing affecting this thing, you know? And, and some people say, oh, uh, all right, um, oil prices are going down and, and, and um, the price of a car is going up. But over here, the price of, I don't know, fucking tires are going down, you know? And so the economy goes down because of tires. But you think if they're making a car, they need more tires. Yeah. So you, you mentioned oil. I worked in the industry energy industry my whole life. So okay. in your scenario, what would happen in that is the price of tires would go up, which is counterintuitive because the price of oil's up. People are going to be driving less. You're not going to do it. But the tires are made from a petroleum product, right? So to your you know, acupuncture example, it's all intertwined, right? Okay. So in my quick little thing, tires are made up, you know, rubber, a lot of the, you know, natural, but hardly any natural. It's all based on oil byproducts, right? So the cost of that tire is going to go up when oil goes up, even though we're driving less, wearing out tires slower, we're not using the tires Mm -hmm. as much, the price should go down, but then the supply cost is going up. And so a lot of it's intertwined with 
the different pieces of whatever product you want to talk about. And that's where it gets, you know, gray for me and a lot of other people is how it is intertwined. Your, you know, example with the nervous system, right? For you to poke your elbow and have it fix your knee, there's got to be a connection somewhere besides you thinking right. that. Right, <laughs> The economy. Uh, placebo is what you said. Yeah. <laughs> Economy's but, not but, placebo. But, well, we just talked about the toilet paper. That was a freaking placebo, right? I mm-hmm. mean, <laughs> there wasn't really a shortage of it. It was just people wanted a lot of it, so that created the shortage. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. People felt like, oh no, something's happening. What's the? I I, I read something that said that basically, <clears throat> those types of things like the uh, in is it a necessity? Sure, because I like a clean ass. Yep. But um, <clears throat> not everybody. It, that people right, and I would I can get behind that. Yeah. Tell me, I've been behind yeah. one of those before. Anyway, so wow. There's there's. <laughs> But people see what's the quickest, easiest thing you can buy when there's a panic. It's toilet paper. It's uh, water. It's and and they weren't even buying water by the kids. But it's those simple little things you could buy quick because they're cheap. So I guess kind of like comfort food. It's a comfort purchase. Made you, made you feel you better because you, yeah. you had a lot more of something in case right shit happened. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Would you agree that though? I mean, money, the paper money. So you got money. I, and we talked about it off air. We talked about the dollar bill. You got the owl up in the right hand corner. You got the fucking eagle over here. You, you got, got all these symbolisms. Eyeball. You got yeah. you got all this shit on here. All these yep. symbolisms, right? And it's valuable because what? Because people say it's valuable, right? Right. I mean, that's it. All right. It's Talk. not. It's not wampum anymore, right? I mean, that's what it used to be. It's just an exchange. It's not what wampum. The you know the Indian. Not dollar, but you know the what they their use currency. To, their currency, what they use to exchange. What they use? Wampum. Yeah, but you know, what was it made out of? It was beads. Oh, really? Yeah, I think so. Okay. All right. Okay. F- fair enough, and okay. I'll take that. All right, but so the dollar being, I'm going to get to my question. Just give me a fucking second, okay? So <laughs> I'm trying to avoid it. We got a we got a piece of paper. He says it's worth something. Okay. Uh-huh. And you see a dollar, and I think a hundred pennies. What? Right? Hundred pennies. Yeah, that's hundred right? pennies. Mm-hmm. A hundred pennies in 1970 is not worth a hundred pennies in 2020. How does inflation work? How does all that work? How come something that cost 50 cents back in 75 is now a hundred, excuse me, a dollar 75, but they tell me a dollar 75 is 50 cents. How does that work? Why does shit go up? Why, why, why? So the school, you know, the answer is inflation and how that works is the supply of the dollar, right? There's more dollar bills. So there's more dollars. Just just imagine if <clears throat> the three of us here, right, gave each of us a hundred bucks, and we're arguing over, you know, the grappa quote, <laughs> the Wyoming fake grappa. ass grappa. Yeah. So you know, each of us has a hundred dollar bill, and we're charging each other for the grappa, right? Um, and the first round, we're charging each other ten bucks. Anyway, the as, as time goes on, there's still three hundred dollars in the room, right? Yeah. That's not going to change a lot, but right. the government produces more dollar bills, right? So the supply of that, back to the supply and demand in the economy, there's more dollar bills, plus time goes on to increase your investment, right? So you've got inflation, meaning, you know, the demand's going up, the supply in this example is going up faster, so it takes more dollars to buy the round than it did at the start of our little exercise. So so because the government arbitrarily makes more money, it makes the money in my pocket go down. Is that what you're telling me? Somewhat, yeah. What if could I? So I've often thought about this because because to to go back to Keith's example of 
you know, something was fifty cents in the seventies, and now it's a it's a dollar eighty now or whatever. And if you add zeros, because now houses are considerably more and all that. What if we just across the board uh, divided everything by ten and just reset the dollar? It doesn't change the value of the dollar. It just changes the where the comma is in the money. Yeah. Is that a doable thing or is that nonsense? Because I mean, you're resetting money back to what money was. Or is, or originally. So, you know, getting over my skis a little bit, but um, you you can mess with dollars like that. You know, Venezuela producing more dollars, you know, hyperinflation, you hear things like that Uh going on. Um, It's all artificial government imposed, you know, getting way deep into stuff that we don't need to, but, you know, central bank trying to Oh, trust me, our listeners are super deep thinkers, (laughs) Much, much like we are. That was for me, not you or your listeners, man. But, um, you know, the central banks, governments are trying to affect just what you're talking about, right? Mm-hmm. And it's an artificial right. effect on the natural phenomenon of people making stuff, doing stuff for a reward or in exchange for doing it. Mm. And, you know, as there's more people, there's going to be more demand for stuff as time goes on because the woods of the world keep having more babies, mm-hmm. you know, and... <laughs> Okay. Once I heard Central <laughs> Bank, once I heard Central Bank, because I don't even know what that fucking bank is. Yeah. I know what Bank of America is and a couple <laughs> other banks. I don't know what Central Bank is. But my problem is this. All right. How come I look at shit? You know, and I don't know if you do this, Sean. Would I know you do it? I'll go on the internet and I'll be like, all right, this is how much money I got. And if I live, if I lived in 1955, <laughs> I'd be fucking loaded. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah, yeah. If I lived in 1973, I'd be straight fucking balling. My, I, I just, I, I don't understand how the same paper money, the same yeah. paper money, it don't even have fucking silver in it like it did back in the day, mm-hmm. right? Remember the dollars used to have silver mm-hmm. in it? You'd yeah, get they were those? actually valuable. My, my grandfather, he was, he was big on those. And that's going to lead me to my question with the gold. I just don't understand. Why this shit is mutable? Why it changes? It makes no sense to me. Who is there? Some guy that's saying the... today a dollar is worth eighty five cents. I'm right? gonna have well, to start charging you guys. I don't you know, as if this is you know. <laughs> I, don't, the, I don't think not, it's not the... one hundred and one. We're back. To, you know, we're into the you know, and that's how old I am. I guess the classes are in thousands now. <laughs> but <I don't>... inflation. <laughs> right. But I don't think it's the. But the... so we got I think off the gold talking... standard, Keith. So what's going on, right? He's, so he's move... talking two separate things. There's the value of the dollar is still a dollar, like it's only one dollar. But but the value of the product has gone up. It's changed. So your one dollar. Then in, let's let's go seventy five. Your one dollar, you could go buy a hundred pieces of candy for a uh, dollar. Now you can go in there and you can buy four. Right. So the dollar's still a dollar. It's the price of the product. But that's the price up. of the product goes up because it costs more to make that, which is again back to the dollar. Why? I don't know. It's still a dollar. Right. Because that's the the societal agreement on what we're using to See, exchange. That's what makes me believe in, by in, seven. In, 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 in the bones and crossbones and skulls and shit and the fucking <laughs> Illuminati yeah, and the guy right. and, yeah. and the fucking uh, Hulu. I can't, I can't talk about that. Nice template. Yeah, no mm. shit. You, both of us killed. <laughs> you got right? the masons so in is, your, is your safe bet to buy gold? If you actually have gold, does that stay consistent? And why gold, not silver? Isn't gold I've, more rare? I've over... Over time, gotten arguments with folks about investing in gold, you know, and the, and the one that really struck the truest with me, even though gold's, you know, $2,000 now, and we can talk about that back to the dollar. 2000 an ounce? Yeah. And, um, Holy shit. Yeah. It's because, you know, I'm going back before I go forward. Um, if you invest in gold, that's fine. 
it'll go up, it'll go down like the stock market. Okay. But people invest in gold because the world's going to go to hell. There'll always be gold. We moved off the gold standard, to your point, on why is my dollar not worth what it used to be. Who's going to buy the gold if things get that bad? Nobody. Bolivians. Nobody. No. It li- look, like if, if so. If, again, I'm not giving investment advice. No, no, no. We're not asking that. The, the if, point if, is just to that on on why you don't do it. You know, people do it. There's you don't buy of, gold. A lot of people. I don't. But that's just me. Okay. Um, I've never understood it because if <clears throat> let's say you lose all power, I think there was a show about this a while back. But yeah. if you lose all power, everything ceases, right? So all you have is your basic necessities. I could give two shits if you've got a an ounce of gold. I've got crops you want from me. That's you right. have alcohol I want from you. Let's exchange that's that. Right. That's the point. Who, who, who's going to buy the gold? So again, oh. take that with a grain of salt. A lot of people invest. If I, you know, if I, I wish I would have had some gold in it just from a trading investment standpoint because it's gone up to two thousand. Back incredible. to your question on the dollar: Why yes. is gold at two thousand? Bolivians. <laughs> I have no idea. The dollars went to shit. Doll, yeah, dollars Why went to shit. Why is the dollar went to shit? Say. I don't know. Because of the world market, world bank. Because de- we have such a debt now, yeah. it doesn't matter. So I'm looking at usdebtclock.org. If you want to get scared and not lose sleep and not sleep, look at that. So we're up to 26.6 and more zeros than I want to talk about in national debt, which is 80 grand per citizen in the U.S. Or more importantly, 213,000 nine hundred dollars of U.S. taxpayer owes of the U.S. debt right now. Well, yeah, and, right. And, and, and why? And that's We're, why gold's up, because what we've done to try to save ourselves from this corona thing is the lifeboat of, you know, the corona stimulus, the $1,200 checks, mm-hmm. all this stuff, right? So we've started printing money, if you will, giving out dollars, quote, free dollars to people. You know, again, this is no judgment or anything, but we gave $3 trillion to businesses or museums or $1,200 to people that were making less than that. We increased the U.S. debt, printed dollars, so now the dollar's worth less, which means that hard gold is going to be worth more because there was no, you know, huge find of gold recently to to cause (laughs) the decrease of that to go down. Isn't the money supposed to be backed by gold, though? I remember when I was a kid, every dollar was supposed to be. That was the gold standard. That's the gold standard. Now it's just out there in the ether. Right. Now they can make money just whatever. I just make more money yeah. and it's out there and it'd be worth nothing. You, you may have heard Helicopter Ben, he'll print money, you know, keep printing money to save us, you know, mm-hmm. back when Bernanke was the the chairman. Yeah. Okay. And that, that's what happened. So so you So if I'm, we just keep, you know, and it, it's timely, not political, but you know, we just went into the weekend without an agreement on another one, two, three trillion dollar help package because of the mm-hmm. corona. Um Nothing's free in life, man. That's a that's a <laughs> lot of money, and this you know, and I this, won't bore us with the details, but you know they're arguing over trillions, and and that's more <laughs> more zeros than you and I will ever comprehend. And and so Bitcoin, what's your feeling on that? This, in in my opinion, I feel like Bitcoin is nonsense. It's it's a way for internet <clears throat> guys to. It, but is it also a bunch of people got together and said this is going to be worth something? Yeah, that's that what, what I feel is? like it is. Well, right. And, you know, again, this is something I don't know much about other than I knew it was something I didn't want to be involved with when my eighth grade, eighth grader at the time, ninth grader maybe came home and said, Dad, my math teacher just made $5,000 on Bitcoin. But if It's I'm not honest, real money, though. No, it's no. real money and he made it. But it's, it's, it, it's just I, I'm too conservative. Okay. 
but it's, it's cost me a lot of money over my career and investment. But it, you know, maybe it's the the way of the future. You you know. But I heard that it's just gone down considerably yeah. through this. Through, through, I, so from what I understand, the Bitcoin took a harder hit than the actual dollar it, during this whole pandemic. But that's thing. my point. It's not real. No, it, it's, it's not. It's, it's all a hundred guys electronic. in their basement got together and said, "Hey, we're going to make this thing called Bitcoin." Right. And, and and a lot of those dark web motherfuckers deal with yeah, it. Yeah, they did. You know those guys I mean? are the ones that are running that shit. Yeah. Trading goat heads and shit, man. <laughs> I'm not fucking with that. <laughs> if know? I'm going to create something, though, aside from just saying, oh, this is, like, I want something in return for that, you know, like, uh, what do I get out of it, you know? Do I get, I don't know, I want something physical. I don't want to, oh, here's your Bitcoin, you can watch 13 hours of porn for free. I don't care. Yeah. You know, I want yeah. I want a physical, like, give me a camera. I don't know, give me a car. I don't know, I want some, something. It sounds like you're going to get Chris, Chris Hansen knocking on your fucking door, but yeah. what you're saying to me. What is it? Yeah, that- so just real quick, the okay. pieces that I do know, Bitcoin versus the U.S. dollar, right? The U.S. dollar is backed by the U.S. government, our pledge to pay that right. dollar, right? Okay. So, you know, we sell debt to China and different, you know, countries and, you know, institutions across the world to, to fund our debt, right? Mm-hmm. And if they quit buying, we're in trouble. But my point is, at least the U.S. dollar is backed by the U.S. government for whatever that's worth, right? The government and all the right. people behind it to, to help play it. You know, we can spend an hour talking about that. But um, Bitcoin... Don't tempt us. Just, yeah, I know. <laughs> so I, I can't help you much on Bitcoin on what it's done. I don't, it's it's I don't like it. It's because it's bullshit. It's because you don't live in your mother's basement. <laughs> that's what it is. And those that's guys exactly that use that make, make me feel like that. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So I'll, I'll just tell you I'm conservative on things like that, and it's cost me a lot of money not playing with things like that. What but. is the national debt? Like, how did that start? Do you know, like, when that started or who? I know a lot of it's China. Some of it is, uh, I don't know, Mexico. But we owe know. money. And you, you look at that clock right there. All right? So here, here we are with this big weight of money right. owed to people yeah. Yeah. for whatever reason. And it affects huh. all of us, right? Yep. Yeah. For sure. When it started, I can't tell you, man. You know, the, the gold standard, we had Fort Knox with all the gold backed up by all the dollars. Is, right. so is it gold in there? You've been to Fort Knox? I can't tell you that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you no, I haven't. It. But, you know, I'm, <laughs> my guess, and this is just a flat-ass guess because I don't know the answer to your good question. You okay. know, when did it start? I'm assuming, you know, after the gold standard was... was Which went all the way back to like the peaked. 1800s, huh? Once you kind of hit that peak, now what do you do? Like. Yeah. And that's that's what everybody's, you know, they call it the new economy or whatever. I mean, it's just like you and your house and all your debt, right? If if nobody calls you to it, it's not a big deal. Yeah. But as soon yeah. as somebody starts knocking and wants you out of your house because you ain't paying the bills, then mm. it's a problem. Huh. Explain debt. I know that sounds rudimentary, but ex- explain debt. Borrowing, you know, just borrowing money, right? You know, I mean, you know, and... um as a business, it's good to have some debt, right? Okay. And it's good to manage it. You know, the the refinance now, myself, you know, I'm not getting personal, but you're looking at interest rates, it's so low. Refinancing debt, managing it as a business isn't a bad thing. But what people do with that debt, you know, to answer your question, what debt is, you borrow 100 bucks from R.C. Willys or, you know, the mortgage company, whatever, and you get your house or your you know, couch now, uh-huh. and you owe them $120 because it's 20% interest in a year, right? Yeah. That's what debt is. Um, it's it's a strong tool to use if you manage it responsibility, responsible mm-hmm. and use it to your advantage. Example, using it to your advantage. Okay, real quick. I've got a mortgage three and five eighths now, which is 
low, low, low. It was low, it was low as it's been in five years. You know, you can probably get it two mm-hmm. and a half now. Uh-huh. So I could go take what I owe on the house, refinance from th- three and five eighths to two and a half percent. So you're saving yourself a percent of okay. interest charge, mm-hmm. right? Um, as long as I don't take, I'm going to make up numbers. Let's say I've got a $200,000 house and I owe 120 on it. Get it appraised; it's worth 200. You could borrow 180 on it, which is what most pe- most people do. So they yeah, take that, add it they, on top. they they get the 180, give 120 to the existing loan, so all of a sudden you got 60 grand in your pocket to go mm-hmm. buy a new boat. That's what most people do. A lot of people, I don't know, most a lot of people do with refinancing their house, right? Okay. So over time, you're not paying your debt down; you're just increasing it with more shit that the value is going down. Problem. For, Problem. So on the flip side, if you take in my two hundred thousand example, you owe one hundred and twenty, and you're paying three and five eighths on, and you refinance for two and a half, you're saving yourself one percent on that one hundred twenty thousand dollars each year of that mortgage, right? That's managing it and using it, and using it as a positive tool. Mm-hmm. And then you take that two and a half percent that you're paying, and instead of taking that extra money, if you did do it and buying a boat, you invest it in the market or in a bond, whatever, and you invest it, and that 80 is going up, you're earning mm-hmm. 5% or something like that, that's a wise decision. Hmm. That's how businesses manage their debt. Smart businesses. Well, let, me tell, you, let yeah. me tell you how this Malcolm McDonald manages a problem he had. He got sepsis, <laughs> and his dick fell off. Get oh. this. Oh. He lives in England. His dick fell off, and the doctors are growing another one on his forearm. Now, what that tells me is you can... <laughs> Re-up. Talking <laughs> about interest and, and finance charges and getting Could better interest rates. you imagine rate. the power behind that on your forearm? No, actually, I can't. I can't. Because yeah. you're not a teenager. In our advanced <laughs> age, in our advanced age here, those hips tire out. But that forearm is still going just wow. fine. <laughs> so if you look at the picture of him, um, Malcolm's got a blurred out like it's from fucking Asia. You know, they blurred out the dick. You ever watch Asian porn, John? I'll take the fifth. You ever know? So you, you may or may not have noticed that they blur out the genitals and that. So they, they blurred out his forearm here in this picture. But they're growing a dick from his arm. Now, huh? I would actually like to see the reattachment process because doctors are amazing. Did he borrow yeah. money to get that done? Is that why we're talking about this? I, I know. Well, it, it goes to borrowing. He <laughs> borrowed a portion of his body to subsidize the other portion of his body. How the fuck is he pissing is all I want to know right now. What's, what's He's got a hole right? down there is all. Because the, they're not going to reroute your your uh, urinary tract system urethra, through your arm. Yeah, all that yeah. shit. Not gonna, it's no. just growing an appendage for so the So right time. now he's just got a little gaping gash down there. All right? And, <laughs> and take that for and what he's it's worth. he's sitting there like he's proud about yeah. the damn thing. He's, he's sitting arm. there like he's in a fucking college yeah. brochure from 92, right? <laughs> fucking idiot. All right. John, you, you, you're a sports guy. You like sports. Yeah. You, you know sports. You're a big-time Kansas City Chiefs fan. Mm. I would like you to talk to me about sports contracts because I was talking to, to a dude mm. the other day. He talked about a guy he knew that signed a $1.2 million contract and then needed his agent to sign, co-sign on his house for him. Okay? So $1.2 million in the sports industry. We look at that. I mean, Wood, I mean, yeah. he's damn sure not going to have $1.2 because no, he's paying uh, more in, in fucking child support. <laughs> right? I, I'm you not going to have you, it. You should have another one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, maybe we'll talk about his tax brackets here. But if you're a sports agent, what do, what do sports agents get? 
I don't have no freaking idea. Right. Let's use 10%. Yep. All right. And then let's use the government and their cut that they get. So if you have, let's use $1 million. If you have $1 million, how does that break down the money in your pocket? If you're using 10% for the agent. Okay. So $1 million, 10 to the agent. You got 900 coming to you. Okay. Right. And then. And that's going to be before taxes, before right? Before tax, right? And then we'll get into the tax argument. It's a progressive system. For, so the first, you know, X amounts at zero interest. Everybody gets, you know, so much money. That's back to my earlier point on only 148,000 taxpayers in the country. But anyway, so to get to your question, your your average tax rate on a million is probably going to be, what, 32%, something Ouch. like that. damn. Yeah. Sounds right. like a lot. Okay. Fair share, right? Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. If you're standing with the government, it's a fair share. Yeah. yeah. So, again, how that works, the progressive system is, you know, right or wrong, you know, you make less, you pay less on a percentage basis. Okay. And is important, less dollars. So what are we at now for the guy with a million dollars? The top, the top bracket that just got, you know, revised a couple of years ago through in that, you know, very controversial tax bill is 39%. So Fuck wow. that. And so that's, then he- that's just federal, depending on what state you're in. Which has always been weird to me. How come Miami and Florida don't have all the best sports teams? Because that's where the fuck I'd be, right? Because yeah. there's no tax there. There's no that's, state tax. Yeah, but they, right. they, they right. need to go play in different states. Anyway. Oh, you can charge each state yeah, you so go anyway, to. Um, yeah, so to answer your question, that cat's going to end up with 600-ish thousand. Damn. The lottery winners, you know, what do you do? You take that over time or do you pay it once? Everybody says, give me the money now. Well... Tax wise, that's a crappy decision. So, oh, so, boy, hold so on, wait, you, wait, so wait, you, wait, yeah, wait, 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 wait. I, yeah, you win. You just lottery. crushed my fucking skull. Yes, I know. Yeah, Keith. Because Keith I'm always is, like, I'm not going to live that long because you know, cocaine yeah. and hookers is going right, to. Yeah. You know, no, I'm going to go through that in a hurry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the question you can't answer to get you the right you're gonna, answer. But the, you're going to need to grow the, a penis off your arm here soon. <laughs> so take so both take, arms. So so take the yearly amount is what you're saying. Yeah. But your point, if you only live for five more years, it's a stupid decision. But if you take, you know, Keith, that's however old his his age is supposed to be, you know, he'll live to 83. Mm-hmm. You take that, you know, mm. $100 billion over the next, you know, you're only 30. So the next, you know, 50 years, <laughs> mm-hmm. you get that lower amount each year, which means you're going to pay less tax on that incremental amount, right? Okay. Versus if you take the whole $100 million, Everything over, you know, you're testing my memory, you know, it's like 390, whatever the top tax bracket breakoff is for 30, 39%. It's 39 fucking Yeah, so every dollar you make over that, over that 350, whatever that real number is, I apologize, I should have studied more, but, you know, whatever the top tax bracket that is, every dollar after that is getting 39%. Ooh. So you take that on 100 million, you're paying 39 on, you know, that other nine. <laughs> Ninety-nine and a half million dollars. Uh-huh. You're paying thirty-nine percent, but if you took, you know, the the smaller amount over time, you're paying that those lower percentages on on that smaller. Now amount. I see why rich people are so fucking upset, man. Yeah, yeah. Now you can get behind it a little bit. No, seriously. I mean, that's fucked up, yo. I well, win well, the I win the lottery, and at, now you're taking thirty-nine percent. As important, Shit. you know, why did I go to school? Why did I work so damn hard? Why did I do it? Because I wanted to succeed and make more, right? Uh-huh. You start affecting that motivation there's gonna be less of less people trying to less people motivated to make more like they, which fucks I, I, with yeah. the economy it's all inter- intertwined <clears throat> man hmm. so I, I guess uh downer what are we gonna back to the guy with the dick on his arm <laughs> <laughs> i say good on good him. luck with and doctors it, you know in what? the future it, it, 
if you go in there and you're like, yo, I had sepsis, my dick fell off. And they're like, well, what do you want? And you're like, well, how much time do you got? Because I'm about to describe a perfect dick to you. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, why, you, okay. But why during sepsis? How did it? I just don't understand why his dick fell off during while he had sepsis. I'll just guess that the infection wasn't in his finger. <laughs> oh, I'm, yeah, that, that's my guess. And then I'm upset that his dog bit him. So the hospital's <laughs> probably paying that bill to have my dick grown on my forearm because that that catheter that's like you know two inches that they shoved up in me it probably created part of that infection. I'm gonna go with that. What is? <laughs> All right, so you know what a first world country are is. That's what we're supposed to be. We got a third world country, which is I don't know what South America. There's South a lot America, of South American countries. 80. Yeah. What's a second world country? Do you do you know what that is? I've often wondered. Good call. Good call. Because I don't know. I, and I hate to blindside. I know you, you. That's probably something you skipped over. But everybody always talks about. And we call thir- it California. Th- <laughs> <laughs> Portland. <laughs> Portland. Yeah. Right. Uh, third, third world. But everybody <laughs> always talks about third world countries. They do, which yeah. I really don't understand. I'd like to know where where's the second. The second? Yeah, how do you Brazil? How do that, maybe. Yo, I saw this thing. On. You're, you're braver than me. I wasn't gonna put names on it, but someone in the middle, right? And oh. you can each individual. I, like, I like, doubt maybe we can Google and get a definition. You know, people like, are arguing because 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 when I think of Brazil, like it's South America, but I think of Brazil. I like, in my opinion, I hold Brazil. To, I've never been there for the record, but I hold Brazil to a little higher standard, right? Mostly because I see the women. The women. Out I knew that's what you were gonna say. <laughs> Let's just say, let's just say a country that has some third world in it and still, you know, doing better than that. The whole whole country, yeah. I don't know. Are you looking (laughs) it up? I'm looking it up. You got me, teacher. According to according to the the wise uh, Google search, it's the Soviet Union, China, Cuba, second world countries. Yeah, those are second world countries. Soviet Union. Uh huh. China, Cuba. Yeah. China. China, the ones we you owe would, all the fucking money to? Yeah. Yeah, no. That's pick some a, bullshit. Pick a different page. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're full of shit, huh? Uh, I, well, I don't know. I guess it depends on, on how you're running your country. You know what I mean? Like Maybe it's the communism, communism tie. I that's, don't know. That, it did say that in there. So, yeah. I don't know. The, I, I, the world's most identical twins have revealed they plan to get pregnant at the same time oh, to their shared boyfriend. Oh, Anna that, and Lucy can't be the same time. I want to. I want to. No, they can't. I want to high five that guy. It could be like seconds apart. Yeah, it could. It's not the same time. No, it's not. Still it's not. not. Exactly no, the no. There's a guy that works numbers right there. He understands the same time. But these freak women are dating the same fucking dude at the same time, trying to get pregnant. Um, I say good on him because if yeah. you look at this, yeah, we yeah, go know, with that. I, we're always gonna root for the guy, right? Mm-hmm. Because. There's, you know, a lot of freaks out there. And if you can fill that void, knock yourself out. I think they're ridiculous. Obviously, they have daddy issues. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. But my point being, that's got to be bad for business because now, (laughs) now you got... Depends what you're selling. Well, (laughs) well, obviously, he's selling cock. Not one on his arm, though. No, no. (laughs) Could you imagine rerouting that to... Never mind. All right, so... (laughs) That's no. got to be bad for business. So if you talk about things like um, common law and, and alimony and, and um, what's the one you pay with? Child, <laughs> Child support. support. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you can't write any of that shit off. Those mistakes, you can't write them off. Right. Nope. Right? Mm-mm. 
Mm-mm. Oh, you Oh, you know. You're crying yeah, right yeah. now. I, sorry, I didn't mean to bring up old shit. I, I, I was lo- talking to John. I look over and your fucking face is wet. <laughs> I'm looking at this this picture and this story of this guy with these two girls, and all I see there is once this happens, uh-huh. they're out. He's going to be some guy known for doing that within a small circle. They're going to be known for getting pregnant at the same time, and then they're going to end up with identical twins or some weird shit. Mm-hmm. It's going to be all over. They're going to get all praise and all the money. And that poor guy is going to yeah. be in the background doing jack shit but paying money. Mopping floors. Yeah, to he's going to need to get bracelets. his MBA in he gets the economics. He his <laughs> True. <laughs> that, that, that's a picture where they have a hi-fi. Do you think the world's going to go to the euro, like one world dollar, this whole new world order shit? Everybody's panicking right now. You got conspiracy theorists say the pandemic how's is it, just... How's a, it working for the euro? I have no idea. I never held the probably euro better, in my hands. Probably better than the peso, because I remember those things were too Brexit, so hot. Brexit. Heard of Brexit? No. Yeah. Nope. So What is Brexit? England leaving the euro. So England was part of euro. Everybody's part of euro but us, right? Not everybody, but Europe. The ones that counted? <laughs> Not Yugoslavia, but, but France was? <laughs> Let's just say... <laughs> I mean, deep trouble. Anyway, <laughs> the euro's working on breaking p- good parts of it up. So there's not going to be one world commerce in I, terms of dollars. I'm not saying it won't get tried and people, you know, trying to sell it. Or, or what is the benefit for that, though? It's the whole sales job of trying to make everybody equal. All robots, nobody having any differential. Everybody uh, having the same thing, right? The one common euro. You know, we're seeing it in spades with, you know, the, the current America, you know, nationalism, those type of things. It just, to me, just me, you know, bad yep. guy, good guy, whatever, you know, it just goes against the the natural way things work, right? You know, everybody loves everybody, wants to do good things and do it, but you get in the corner, you're saving yourself. So anyway. Um, yeah, like it, at the end of the day, I don't, I like, I appreciate the next, this guy or that guy's struggle, but. They don't know my struggle. And who says I didn't struggle more than you to get a little bit more over here, you know? I I can't imagine that the world I can't imagine the world all going to the same. Look how the United system. States just the strange. states, right? You know, what we're going through right now on, you know, money getting spread out and different states right. having better or worse, you know, just different issues. You we're trying that's just under one dollar under one country that's been the dollar forever, right? Mm-hmm. So now you're trying to say we're taking the US, you know, again getting way off off subject but i just it i don't see how it works i can see it being sold and trying to get done but how pissed were you when you were a kid and you got canadian change back and then you went to put it <laughs> and you went to put it into a fucking vending machine and it, and it wouldn't work. take it remember yeah. and you yeah. were okay like, now you're talking i was gonna say you assume i had a bunch of change but i didn't but yeah when that one freaking like canadian times, dime wouldn't go in there, and you look right. at it yeah, and you're like who is this bullshit. bitch yeah yeah the yeah. susan b anthony yeah right it was? yeah, yeah. this like, is not whoa. franklin delano roosevelt <laughs> This is some chick. Susan B. Anthony is actually an American dollar. Second, oh, that's a, yeah, 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 yeah right. Yeah, thank you, Sackles. <laughs> the Sacagawea shit that was supposed to blow it all up. We supposed yeah. to all all yeah. the dollar bills are supposed to disway. That's right. Disway. Yeah. Hey, dis-away. I messed up uh, that, but that's right. the words. All the dollar bills are supposed to disway, and you're supposed <laughs> to just use the Sacagawea. And I haven't seen one of those forever. <laughs> I'm sure I got some in my coin jar. By the way, yeah, you know, there's oh. a short, there's a shortage. You don't. 
Yo, no, no. <laughs> yeah, like, true. No, I, yeah, my, my on, I got change every fucking place, man. I don't, like you, I don't buy it. Because FedEx can't get the ass from fucking Arizona to Minneapolis to drop off change. That shouldn't be my fucking fault. Now I got no. 7-Eleven telling me to have, have exact change. Have you guys shipped stuff lately the past couple, three months? No. I haven't personally sent anything. I've asked to have it's things shipped It's a pain in the ass. It takes a long time? It takes a while. The USPS is... But why? Why? Le- less planes and less, you know, less... Things moving. People are staying home. You know, you, yeah, you, you got see less the drivers, yeah, right? There's less I, I, drivers. Amazon is in my neighborhood twice a day. Yeah, it's true. Amazon's going twice off, a day. Amazon's off the hook. Okay, but if I'm going to get in big trouble. Go ahead. Amazon versus USPS. Okay. USPS is, is losing that battle. Yep. Yeah. You know what? Funny fucking thing about it. I remember the first time I saw them deliver on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. I was in Boston. Freak out. Like, I was like, yo, what, what are you doing here on a Sunday? Oh, we got to work Sundays now. But those arrogant fucks all my whole life, you know what I mean? We don't deliver on Sunday. Now you're talking Arizona's, USPS? Yeah. yeah United States yeah, Post yeah. Office. You, yeah. see, you see them now on Sundays? Yeah. Late Saturdays yep. and shit? Yeah. Yeah, trying to keep up with the flow. You should have done that shit before. It's yeah. like when you get... You, you know, had the you had the corner on that market. Like, you had that market. All yours. How you didn't That's see the problem. that coming. That's the problem. There was nobody competing. Right. Nobody trying to make you... Oh, gosh, I could do it Sunday instead of Monday. You uh-huh. know I mean, that's yeah. the point. I said too much, but that's the point. No, on, you didn't on the say whole too much. World order, you know, the individual, the company, you know, that's trying to compete with the USPS. What's the first thing they see? I got two out of the seven days a week that I can kick their ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the yeah. competition shit, man. Yeah, I, 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 I never understood it. To be quite honest with you, I don't know. Like, I, I have something shit. What does it matter? I mean, every, most everywhere. I consider where we're sitting is open on Sunday, mm-hmm. you know. So like, bring me my shit on a Sunday yep. if it works, and uh, it's not a surprise. Back to the Fort Knox type shit. All right, so if I had three million dollars and I went to my bank and I said I wanted my three million dollars right now in a duffel bag, how come they can't do that? Where's my money in a duffel bag? Yeah, how come they can't actually give me the three million dollars? How come physical are- cash? Yeah. The obvious answer, they don't have that much cash on hand. It's all in the accounts and the numbers behind it, right? They loan my money out to make money, right? Right. That's what they do. That's their business. Um, Somewhere in the system, they've got that, you know, dollars in their account or wherever they've deposited their money. There's going to be cash around there somewhere. But (laughs) it's not like, you know, the Wild West where the banks had, you know, every dollar Mm -hmm. that somebody, you know, put in there sitting in in the vault. So that's so that's, if I if I kidnap somebody and I want to ransom on them and I say I need two million dollars cash right you know in seven hours chances are I'm not getting those bills because <laughs> you get th- Bitcoin th- this, this is hypothetical <laughs> <laughs> give me two million Bitcoin yeah. I don't know what the Bitcoin is versus the dollar on uh, like if they're equal or if yeah. they're like if they're like the peso to the dollar and it's like ten pesos to every dollar or something like that I don't want that what I want is it the reverse and. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't want Bitcoin if so I'm taking someone for shit. ransom. Are they full of shit? They're not full of shit. It's just not how transactions are done now. All right, so if I come Wire, to Wire, my- electronic, I mean, when's, when's, you know, it's it's bittersweet for me because, you know, I'm really leery of this whole cashless thing going on and the coin shortage yes, and this yes, whole cashless. Yes, you're in a, You know, you go shit. to a business because of the coronavirus and they're not taking your cash. Okay, believe it for that, but, you know. But even, but, e- but even <laughs> it if doesn't you... take much to imagine some, you know, that, that, that this is getting pushed so that, you know, the, you're, you're doing a transaction and I'm as guilty as anybody. I do almost everything electronically now, yep. but, but now all of a sudden there's a record for it, right? Yeah. It, it, 
we talked about taxes and I don't know. If just, you if you even if you <laughs> even right? if you go to like your... the babysitter, you know, this you know, I'm I'm not, you know, speaking for anybody, but I'm assuming babysitters don't always pay their taxes and you're mm-hmm. <laughs> you're sending them Venmo or whatever, you know, to pay them, which is what yeah. they do. There's a there's a record. Well, so. yeah, and if uh, so And I paid every penny of taxes I've ever owed just for the record. Twice. <laughs> you paid them twice. If you go to if you go to like uh fireworks stands and you buy some fireworks or I recently went to uh some guy selling uh um uh beef and I thought, well, I mean, I'm going to need to pay cash for both of these. And they were both like, no, I got this little thing. I plug into my phone. You swipe your card. Yep. Everything now. That those, like buying fireworks, that was, you, you paid cash for that shit. Not not anymore. You're down to the point where you're you're swiping your card on somebody's cell phone now. like Which is scary. Yeah, like the dollar, the physical dollar, the physical coin is going away. So now we can just make more floors and uh, tabletops with pennies. That's right. I just don't fucking trust it, man. So we should sell pennies. That's what we should do. No, no. I just, <laughs> I, I just don't trust sell it. Sell them, man. Like, you sit there and you say, okay, if my um, imaginary $3 million, if I take $3 million in cash to the bank, first of all, I'm getting the cops called on me. When are you yeah. going? But at, <laughs> yeah, no shit. But after that, right, I put it in there, and I go back three weeks later, and I say, I want my exact $3 million back. It's not going to be that. No. Which is a problem. All right? Depends how quick you... You know, they could transfer you to your Venmo. Yo, fuck that, man. <laughs> I'm not even trying that shit. And then sequential bills. Where the hell do they get sequential bills? I watched this thing on D.B. Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> you guys laugh, but I've, I've, I've thought about taking a parachuting <laughs> class. Anyhow, no. You, you think about D.B. Cooper, and they got these sequential bills. How does the government do that so fucking fast? I'm talking to him like he works for the CIA. Yeah, he yeah, doesn't yeah, fucking know. Yeah, but, this uh, is John the Money Guy. No, but even better, John one, of the, CIA. One, one of the cats that went to high school with me claims and swears and has a little evidence that D.B. was his dad. But anyway, <laughs> it's a true story. Uh, yo, one of the guys was from Utah. One of the suspects was from Utah. Right, but it's uh, his kid. That says it was the dad. Yeah, he's putting up stuff. Anyway, I digress. No, wait. No, back <laughs> they're to just, that. They're, they're just printing it, right? They're just printing the number changes. That's That yeah. part's easy. I can even Yeah, but how do, you, how do you know? How my do I qu- know what? My question is, how do you get the sequential numbers so quick? It just, as, the, as the printer rolls, like that number just So you're ticks, telling me tick, if I'm D.B. Cooper and I want You're old enough. I'm not sharing your secrets. Your old car with the odometer. Uh-huh. Same they idea. Clicked every every right. mile, right? Yeah. It's the same yeah. thing with the printer. It just no, but you guys aren't listening. Listen to me. My thing is, how do you get the sequential numbers so quick? So if I'm at a bank and I got all this money, they're not sequential numbers. They're not sequential serial numbers. But then all of a sudden, I want three hundred fifty thousand dollars. You so, have them sequentially. Yeah, because the the tiller, if they have twenty bucks in their till now, you know, which they probably don't, but whatever, and they got two hundred and being facetious. But the the teller have some cash in their you know drawer, and that's mm-hmm. the coming and going between the paperboy cashing his check or whatever they're doing. They got that little bit, but whatever big money is in the vault is going to be printed from you know the Fed or whatever, and in sequential sitting there. And then they'll go get their hundreds or twenties out of that stash and give them to the tellers, and they'll go out. If you're the big wig like Keith and wants his three million dollars <laughs> right now, right now, let let's just say the Bank happened to have a hundred thousand dollars, and and you only had one hundred and twenty, and you wanted a hundred of it. They probably have a hundred sitting there in the in in the vault. And I'm guessing on all this shit, but just conceptually, this is how it's working, right? They're going to have a stack of hundred dollar bills in the vault that are sequential, and you want 
most of those are going to give you the chunks of sequential ones. If you go in and want a hundred, you know, two hundred dollar bills, they're going to go to the tiller, the teller. Then you know, gonna she's till going to have the, right they're going to till it and grind it. But, <laughs> it's contagious. John. That's right. She's, you know, it's a freaking snaggle shit. Yeah, yeah, that's how um, that'll happen. She's going to pull out the next two hundred dollar bills. It's called. It's, I learned this from set it off. It's called a cow. The big thing with the with the machine with the money, the thing that ter- carries around. What's the largest <laughs> increment of dollar bill ever? A dollar. <laughs> that was cute. All right. <laughs> what's the largest? What's the largest bill ever printed? Ever printed or circulated? Both. I don't know why I know this. All right, let's hear it. Well, you know it because yeah, you're the money yeah. dude. <laughs> Shit. You probably yeah. got one in your pocket. Yeah. Wink, wink. Um. So I. I just heard this a while ago. That, so there was a $100,000 bill printed, mm-hmm. but it wasn't circulated. Why'd they print it? It was used to exchange before the internet and Bitcoin uh-huh. between the federal banks, the oh, federal reserves. Oh, okay. So they'd physically, you know, give it to the Pony Express. I'm kidding. I don't know how they did it, but <laughs> it was just used for federal bank to federal bank. So Denver to San Francisco, okay. things like that. They'd exchange a $100,000 bill. And what's the largest one ever circulated? bill. $10,000 bill. Wow. You ever seen one? I saw a thousand. Who's on that? The guy that owns the cab company in Ogden. (laughs) (laughs) And why I say that is that's the only time I saw it because I worked at a convenience store and he he was real proud to come show me his thousand dollar bill. I have no fucking clue. Oh, you didn't, even, you didn't even see it when you were in the business. You, this is when you were in your high school, yeah. college job? Oh, hell no. They didn't print that in the accounting. No shit. Yeah, no. The, the guy that owned the cab company in Ogden came up to the, you know, into the convenience store and showed me his $1,000 bill. That's, That's crazy. the only reason I've seen that. 10000 no idea. Wow. <laughs> $1,000 bill. That's crazy. All right, so back to the change. Do you have a bucket full of change at your house? I've got a five gallon glass jar that my uh-huh. awesome uh-huh. wife started putting change in a while ago. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You ever take it out and count mm-hmm. it just for the shits? Well, sometimes I put a red marker at the back. Don't listen, kids. Because <laughs> <laughs> there was a, a, a phase when the kids got older when I put coins in there every freaking day. It, it never like. rose. And oh. it would shrink. I'd I swear we had more in there. I would do that and shake until I got quarters. Yeah. I was after those quarters, man. Yeah. Well, we then, separated the pennies, the valuable pennies are in a different jar. But yeah, <laughs> the penny's worth more than a penny. All right, we talked earlier, you and I, about families that rule the world. Now you weren't, <laughs> you you weren't buying that, and me. So is it tax bracket? Is it tax bracket? Because I believe there is a family out there. These people, well, they, I don't know if the WalMarts have been brought in. Or, or the Kennedys, oh, yeah. oh, but then yeah, you got yeah. the Rothschilds, you got the Col- mm-hmm. the Koch brothers, yep. you you got the um, the Rockefellers, the Morgans, all those guys. You got these families with this generational wealth who are supposedly running the country, all right. And you got all these secret societies. What do you mean uh, by running the country? Running, making decisions. Okay, they have influence. There's no doubt about that. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's so, why I'm splitting hairs. Okay. <laughs> but I mean, if, if I mean, you, do you think they meet once a month or once a week? You know, in a corner with the six families. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> You're talking to Keith yeah, here. I understand. <laughs> I thought I saw him. But and so you juxtapose that against they're the same money. ones that change. And how, how many different like symbols there are on money? And we talked about it earlier. You got the owl, and you got the all-seeing eye, and you got the, you know you got the eagle, and the eagle's been explained. And you got the pyramid, and you got you got this, and there's this many bricks, and there's this many that. Just all the symbolism on it. So man. one of the family members went in when they were designing that dollar and put it in there. 
Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it is. I don't know. I'm why, just asking. Why do they have all that on there? Like, what's the point of all that? I think it's secret shit. I think there's shit going on. I think th- this is me, all right? And especially me drinking. I think there's a lot <laughs> of things going on, obviously, that we don't know. And they didn't want to say, well, Pond's just like when. I'll agree with that. Pond. Yeah. You know, <laughs> no. there, a lot of things shit going on, on things that we don't on. understand. Oh, yeah, things, yeah, yeah, especially me. But Hey, <laughs> do you think there's a conspiracy with JFK? Do you, do you think that mm. was do you, that wasn't Lee Harvey Oswald? Do you think that was a big thing? The Warren mm. report was bullshit. I just nod. I don't want to get anybody fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> because, because my walls aren't that thick in here. <laughs> there's a lot going on with that. I, I'll answer it this way: there's a there's more going on than we know. I'll just leave it at that. In most and avenues, been, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, hey, there's been talked about or, or broadcast. About. All right, you you said you're married, so you and your wife, I'm sure, have discussions that your kids. Isn't privy to, right? Just like the government may look at us and have discussions. Like, oh, those are our kids. We yeah, don't need we're to tell pri- them about we're not it. Privy right, yeah. To that. yeah, the uh-huh. shitty part is the government's better than us in keeping that from the kids. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, they are. Absolutely. Well, they're removed. The kids, kids know all of it. What's the difference? And this is a question I've been wanting to ask you for a long time. <laughs> What's the difference between a credit union versus a bank? Hmm. All right, we talked about banks and they don't got no fucking money. If you take, hey, anybody out there that's got a lot of money that listens to this show, don't put it in the bank because they don't have your money. Nope. This uh-uh. shit just disappeared. They, I you, didn't say that, man. Like that's those, what I'm saying. You yeah. take your money, you put it in there, they're going to give it to somebody else. Yeah, like those bank vault heists uh, back in the, you know, back in the day. Like, that's just not happening anymore. Now guys go in and they're like, get me into the vault. And they walk out with $300. It's like, when Geraldo, it. it's like when Geraldo went to check Al Capone's vote, <laughs> dating the shit out of myself, and there was nothing in there. All right, all jokes aside, what's the difference well, between yeah, a, You start remembering shit when you're three or four. A credit union, thank you. I appreciate that. The shit, what, what's the difference between a credit union and a bank? All right, so again, you know, asterisk, asterisk, not an expert, but as I understand it, it's the tax difference, right? So I'm mm-hmm. growing up, dad worked for the government. My wife's mother-in-law worked for the power company, so there was the power company credit union. And Your wife's fed, mother-in-law? My wife's mom, sorry. My mother That was the same person. <laughs> I was like, yo, she's working all I day. I didn't talk about my <laughs> I haven't mentioned her yet. Point being, you know, there was, back in the day, it was a union, right? You know, you had to be a member to join, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And somewhere along the way, and this is where I don't know, they changed it to where, you know, local credit union, you can go join whether you're in or not the way it used used to start and it's a tax treatment as I understand it. The the credit unions aren't paying the same tax bracket as as, as the banks. So how hmm. does that forward on to you? They have better interest rates? They do. The 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 other side of it is the guarantee behind your deposits a little different as I understand it too. The FDIC for the bank, Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation behind the banks. And again, this is way gray area for me plus a couple fake grappas in. Um <laughs> <laughs> Here, here's what I do know. Drive around town, drive around your, you know, wherever you live, and look at all the credit unions that are popping up, man. Mm-hmm. You know, their new, yeah. ba- their new buildings, they're tearing down the old building. It's because they're not paying the same tax bracket. All right, which qu- I'm all for. So you know, whatever. Would but. I get too far into your pocket? <laughs> yeah. Are you in a bank or a credit union? Credit union. All right, so there it is. That's yeah. that's the better uh-huh. that's the better play from where you stand. Yeah, but for, for what you know, you're get doing. into the weeds, right? So, I mean, so the credit union, because they charge less, they'll loan you money at a less interest. Generally speaking, uh-huh. you know, again, you'll get lots of emails, but um, <laughs> that's what I found. I shop and you so know, go see who's got the best rates. Why are banks still yeah. around then? Good question. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I've wondered don't that myself. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm just saying, myself. if they don't have my, you know, million dollars that I no. just put in there. 
No. Again, obviously, there's a, bunch, there, that... there's a bunch of the bank business and the credit union that I just don't understand or know over my career. You know, I was always on the other side, giving money to the banks, you know, with my career, trading with them and doing things like that. So it's what I want to do when I'm retired now is learn that side. But I don't. <laughs> What's an invest- I'm telling you what I know. <laughs> What's an investment that you missed that you look back? Because I'm, I'm, I'm big on these inventions that happen. Like, I see them and I'm like, fuck. How did I not think of that selfie yeah, stick? Why did, yeah, I still why kick I, myself yeah, in the yeah. balls for not inventing the fucking selfie stick because I'd be <laughs> taking my million dollars and putting it in a credit union. What, what's the what's the <laughs> stock you missed? Like you're like, oh that motherfucker! Look at that! How did I miss? Should have jumped on that. Any of them ten years ago. Facebook. <laughs> I mean, I'm being facetious. That's the truth, right? So specific ones, you know, ideas. Guy I knew, you know. Oh wow, this is when I was like two years old and we used to go to Blockbuster, but mm. ah, Blockbuster nice. was one, Krispy Kreme, we just talked about Bitcoin, things like that. I've just always been conservative. Blockbuster you know, was my retirement gig, man. Yeah. I worked there as a teen and it was the best job I've ever had. Yeah. yeah. You, and you, then he fast forward a number of years. Fuck you gone. and your late fees. Yeah. 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 That's what it became. I should have never but, paid But the those. person I'm talking about, you know, invested in it. His broker gave him, you know, a little tip, which again, whatever, you know, get some good and some mm. bad. He did it, but he sold. In the hot ones like that, mm. I've always been the other guy, you know, pick a good company that's really good, long-term, really making money, invest in it, forget about it. Yeah. Mm. But that's Longevity. me. <laughs> that's me. Here's, here's the one I got a problem with is the fucking airlines always ask them for bailouts. Yeah. Those cocksuckers. All right. Don't. So <laughs> yeah. from where I, and yeah. this is me talking, don't invest in those motherfuckers because they can't take hard times at all. Nope. No. A- airlines are like that. these fucking millennials, man. You push them down <laughs> and they fucking start crying and they don't get up. They're, oh, help me up. Help me. I need help. Yeah, Even well, now with this fucking shit. So, you know, full disclosure, oh. I'm probably a couple years older than you guys, but splitting that. The, the years, that's mm-hmm. the difference, right? Mm-hmm. You know, when I was earlier, it was government airlines, right? Mm-hmm. And then we, you know, made them private. Yeah. Now back to your point. So it's kind of the, the best, worst of both worlds. So now it's private. It's tough to make money at it. You know, so they're always coming back, but we need them. Same as the auto companies, right? I was just going to say, yeah, you, how, you said you like that. How'd you like out Chrysler? Yeah, no, Anyway, my point like is, yeah. It worked out good. Those motherfuckers are out of business. Yeah, yeah. now the French own, you know, that's my point. But it's, right? but so it, but it's all the auto out. companies are that way too. Like, so there's some not weird, Ford, but I mean, my point there's is there's some weird shit this. going yeah. on with those guys. It's we we can't stomach the reality of going all the way into you know airlines go out of business, let them go. Hurts yeah. people mm-hmm. lose jobs, yeah. you know, and they'll learn to do something else. So we, we give them a parachute. The people okay. will to learn me, something To me, the you know, for whatever my little, you know, half-assed opinion is worth, it's, it's, it's worse than, you know, a free enterprise type of deal or, you know, the whole government. It just, we're, we're trying to do both. We're trying to make it a new, you know, easy world for everybody and, and make them learn a hard lesson. So, but we, we depend highly on the, the airlines. We do right? now. Yeah. How old were you when you flew? First time? Yeah. Eight and seven. I was Eight. 20-something. Damn, I was 11. We, we got in the station wagon, we went on vacations, we drove. Nobody I'm pretty flew. sure that my 11, you're 27, and no, you're, you said eight, so eight. that's not, but that's all about the same year. <laughs> Bullshit. I'm not that much older. Anyway, my point being, <laughs> everybody flies. Up. Everybody flies. He's a guest, you asshole. <laughs> yeah, everybody okay. flies. Right. They do, yeah. Right, and you bitch because Southwest is 220 and not 199. My point is, everybody flies now. It's so cheap, it's and, so and easy. And that's why they can treat you like shit. Ignore Corona. Yep. yep. <laughs> you know, everybody flies. All right. When, yeah, when I grew up, nobody flew. You were the guy in the suit 
you know, and tie with the wait, you know, the stewardess and the smoking cigar. I mean, everybody flies now. Nobody, Co- nobody, coffee tea or me. That's right. right. That's and, right. And when no, you nobody drove, gets in the station wagon and does the road trips no, like we and had that was to. you would drive and you would stop at all sorts of random places. You got to experience a lot. Driving from here to wherever the hell you went, yeah. and it took a long time. So we can argue about better or worse, but, but, but to the money piece, sorry, you know, yeah. I agree. It was different and awesome, and I miss those days. But everybody can fly now, generally speaking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's cheap. It's relatively easy, and what a luxury to have as a society, right? What's the difference <laughs> between stocks and bonds? So a stock is you buying a piece of ownership in the company. And if the company goes bankrupt, the stockholders get shit. The bondholder is you're lending money to the company at a agreed-upon return, and during a bankruptcy, you're going to be higher up than the stockholder. Does that make sense? So, so a bond, you get paid no matter what? No. Oh. That's why the bond rates are higher than the credit union or the bank, right? Because you're not guaranteed if the company goes bankrupt, you could get zero, but you're, if you line up the creditors, people, lend, you know, banks, private investors loan monies to banks, sorry, loan monies to loan money to companies. And during ba- the bankruptcy process, the judge lines up, says, okay, you know, here's the debtors, employees, maybe a retirement plan, you know, here's the bondholders, here's the shareholders. And so the shareholders generally are going to be the first one that gets zero. Mm-hmm. So if a company gets sold, liquidated, it's worth two hundred million, and they've got you know six hundred million in debt, three hundred shareholders. I'm making up numbers, but the example is, you know, they're going to get less. So, so they're lower on the total. They're pole, lower basically. on the total pool during the bankruptcy. So how do you? Why would you do that? I don't know. That's right, and that's the economic piece of the puzzle. Why people need to understand and do it. Why would you do that? Is because you you got the chance to make a shitload more money than the bondholder. Mm-hmm. Because that stock's going to go up. Bitcoin, you know. Krispy Kreme, whatever you want to talk about, you know they're earning a lot more than a six, seven percent. So, on a, a, so a stock, bond. stockholder can hold or can earn more than a bond, but a bond could get paid out if they're, uh, they're sooner than a stockholder. Interest rate is synonymous with risk. Okay, the higher the rate, the more risk. Hmm. Explain CDs. Certificate of deposit. You got a guaranteed rate of return for that amount of period, and it's with the bank or their credit union. Versus the company, a corporation that, that has a higher likelihood of going away. Okay, so it's based on what the bank or the credit union is doing, not the company. Right. Okay. You're doing mm. the CD with a bank or a credit union. Uh-huh. Mm. You're not doing it with a corporation. So you throw that in the right credit union, throw $500, you know, get a CD of $500, and you just let that sit. Right. And you, when you go in to do it, you say, do you want a six-month or a six-year or a one-year, you know, uh-huh. different rates, you know, different terms are going to be a different rate. It's all tied now. We're getting really gooey and sticky on, on knowledge, but you hear about the feds raising interest rates. It's all tied to the federal funds rate that they're loaning money to the banks. Uh-huh. It's all kind of the nucleus of that. Should you pay off your house? How'd you know the hard question for me, man? <laughs> <laughs> well, because people... I, me, I, me I, I, got, I got in an argument with this young person that came in, you know, into our... You know, I work for a a company we traded and we were, you know, heavily involved in economics, commodities, all this stuff. And she came in and told me and argued with me in front of everybody how you should pay off your house. Financially, ones and zeros, it makes no sense, especially at these current interest rates. Okay, why? Because, that's where I'm getting there, man. Okay. 
All right, so you go, I just talked about the refinance, whatever. You go get a 30-year mortgage, make it easy, 3%, right? Two and a half, whatever the interest rate is. If you look at the historical interest return on the stock market, is way, way, way above that, right? Seven, eight, 9%. Yeah, again, okay. we can split hairs on which equity, and I'm not going to get into that. But the return of the market's been a lot higher that over time, and the key is time. So if you had your $300,000 mortgage and something happened, I don't care what it is, somebody gave you $300,000, do you go pay off your mortgage or do you go put it in the, you know, in a market or a CD or something that's earning more than that 3%? Okay. Financially, you're going to be better off to not pay it off and to put it in that market, stomach the time, assuming you can take your other money, your job, whatever you're doing, to mm -hmm. still pay that mortgage, right? Mm -hmm. So you're paying three, earning six, you're 3% better off with that money. Because me initially, like you give me three hundred thousand, and and if I owe three hundred, uh, my mind's automatically I'm paying my house off. Boom, I'm done. I'm good because then all I have to pay on the is the taxes. Each That's year, right. right. And so again, emotionally, you know, especially I haven't worked for a year. I was all in investing until the past year. You know, when the market went to hell in February, and mm -hmm. I'm, you know, investing doing everything I've done, it was emotionally draining. You know having that little mortgage mm -hmm. sure because i knew i had to pay that again i'm not getting into my own world but um the answer to your question is economically financial money wise keep the money invested higher than the interest rate you're paying on your mortgage having said all that <laughs> there's nothing wrong with not having debt emotionally right because you're living you're not worrying about it um you know we can sit down and split hairs on what your current situation is but Ones and zeros, finance that a lot of people never understand or think about is you can, you can over your life or over time make a lot more money, make more money by investing in a higher interest alternative. That, that's kind of like what you talked about with the lottery, lump sum versus similar the, the payments. Similar. It, the, the lottery was tax Right. right, right. Yeah. But, but it, it's but, all tied. But still but, what you do with the money. So if I pay my house off. I could have taken that over here and, and made money as opposed to just, you know, paying it off and then hoping to keep money in my pocket because I don't blow it every week. Yeah. yeah. And that's that's all the moving question marks about the individual. And again, 1800 asterisks with the lawyer. This is just my opinion. <laughs> Take your 300 and do what the hell you want with it. <laughs> Make sure we understand that. But I can tell you the math, right? Math wise, assuming you can still pay that mortgage and the flip side, you know, is you can still pull money out of that investment each month if it gets that bad mm -hmm. and maybe not end up as good as you thought, but you'll, you'll still have that 300. The market's going to go up and down. It might be worth mm -hmm. one, you know, one, 200,000 and then 400,000 over those 20 or 30 years. But mm. I, I'm here to tell you, and it, it took me a long time to believe it, but that whole investment, the 401k, your company match, do it. My my oldest son's just getting into there, and I'm telling you, the best advice I got was from the guy I worked with that was, you know, 15 years older than me helping me with that. Invest, stomach the ups and downs, keep your money in. That 401k match with your company, a lot of companies will match you 100% up to a certain percentage. If you think about it, you know, the, the market's mm. got to get cut in half before you're actually even a little bit behind. Because of the match. 
because of the match, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, you got time, whether you're as old as me or young as you guys, you got time before you're going to need it, and, and it'll be worth more. Mm. Interesting, man. Yeah, so the, play the long game here. Keith, none of you're uh, hitting pay, quit pay, it. Pay, pay yourself first, man. Pay yourself no, first. You know, Take it, and that means invest in it, saving my, it. My father pay yourself first. Yeah. Just mm. do it. You make 10000 a year or $10 million a year. Pay yourself first. All right, so we t- we sit here and we talk about okay, saving now that you're asleep, let's and have money some fun. And, and investing <laughs> and all that stuff. What is your vices? What do you, what do you, what do you buy? Do you buy vintage gum? Are you a shoe guy, a tie guy? <laughs> what, 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 what do you do? How long do we have? We, we got as long as you I want. I got a lot of vices. Yeah, he's what are your vices? A, a fancy button-up shirt the guy. The shit you buy, the shit you buy, and you're like, what the fuck did I buy that for? Yeah, yeah, so you know I, what I, mean? a, I got a lot of them. I like nice shit, so I spend too much and don't mind my pennies like I should. I sit here and say this, and I know <laughs> what I should be doing. For me, it's uh, sunglasses, watches, and shoes. Yeah, you you're big yeah. on shoes. Yeah, you're big on shoes. And and, and I like hats, but they're so cheap. I, I could buy a dime a dozen. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But yeah, shoes, hats, and uh, uh, shoes, sunglasses, and watches. That's that's me. I can't afford any of it, but I still do well, it. You still do it. Yeah, that's called disguises. I'm going to digress real quick. <laughs> I also read a book a long time ago, The Millionaire Next Door. Don't live beyond your means, man. And, oh yeah, and oh, I'm no. the, I, I'm the most hypocritical person to be saying that, man. But. You know, buy your knockoff Ray-Bans if you can't afford the Ray-Bans. Just do it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, okay. yeah. Most of them protect your eyes now anyway, so, you know. Yeah. You still haven't answered the question. Intentionally. <laughs> <laughs> Is your wife going to listen? How am I doing? <laughs> Somebody may listen to this later and go, oh, okay. Fair okay. enough, man. Nah, what so, about you, uh, Keith? Uh, I like to travel. Me and my girl. I, okay. I, yeah. I know that sounds a little limp wrist, but I, you yeah. know, me and my girl. I like to take her places. <laughs> He's about to get I, up I, and whoop your ass. Yeah, right. I, Is that Provo or? No, no. We. <laughs> I, all my family's back east. So I take my wife and we enjoy the back east and I enjoy the bars back east that are open to four, five, seven yeah, in the so morning. Yeah, so we get to mm. the truth. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. it's, it's all alcohol mm-hmm. induced. All right? Yeah. Everything's alcohol related. Yeah, you you do it next door if you could. It's just you got to travel to do what you like. <laughs> yeah. so it's to not the travel. Yeah, to I buy her in, right? All right, good. All right. I, I, I got to keep the stockholder happy. I got to sink you two before I hang myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, do you have a turn? Or are you still avoiding? I'll take a turn. All right, what do you got? What, so, over time, the two things that cost me a shitload of money that, if, looking back, I should have pulled it back a little bit: audio stuff, music. Mm, yep. You know, talk to uh, DJ Sam Smith about that. (laughs) The loudest system in the car growing up, you know, Mm -hmm. spending all that on the Pioneer 69. I shouldn't Mm. say that. You'll date me. But anyway, that, that it, you know, got the house with, you know, the stuff. You've been there for the party. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. So that's one. The second one is cars. They're my Achilles heel and that's dad's fault. Mm. Cars are shitty money thing, man. Do you buy new cars? Do you buy a Euro car? I buy new cars. You buy I'm a dumbass. Okay, so oh. let's talk <laughs> about that. That's that's technically that's a bad investment, it's a, right? It's I'm a dumbass to buy a brand new car. Yeah, and so is that a is but that that a, was recent? That wasn't early on, but anyway. But now, now recent that you can treat yourself and you've yeah. you've had a career and all this and done what you've done. That that is something you go in and do, and you know you shouldn't do it, but you do it because. We do things because we can, yep. and you do things because we want to. Uh huh. Yeah. Right? No, that's it. All right. Um. For everybody else, basically yeah, me and Warrior. Yeah. No, everybody. <laughs> should, should, just... buy, should buy a new car? No. <laughs> no, you lose money when you... I mean, right, again, right. it's not like you, I'm a genius. You, I mean, everybody it. knows that. As soon as you sign it, you're yeah. losing money. Yeah. 
Mm. It, it, what is it? Depreciation. Yep. So in theory, you should buy a car a year old, Especially two years now old. it's even better with the leases. Everybody's leasing. Yeah. Driving yep. a car yep. they can't afford. They're leasing for a year or two. Mm-hmm. Huh. <laughs> and then get, they return it, it with... Because uh, they yeah. don't drive them because they get dinged on the mileage. You know, a two-year yeah. car, right. you can get in, go into a two-year car two-year-old car and have 16,000 miles. That's how so, I bought all the kids. That's how bad I am. <laughs> so, I don't so buy them new cars. Outs- no, hell no. Uh, right? No. So outside of the mileage, is a lease a good, a good purchase? Like if you drive, I don't know, 10,000 miles a year, a lease is a good purchase or a good investment or a good... No. No? Is I a lease ever a good investment? I don't think so. But again, you know, you guys are getting way beyond what it I feels, know. For it sh- feels to me like a lease. I've always, I've always it's, considered it like renting an apartment. Like all I'm doing is giving my money to somebody with for no return, and you owe nothing at the end. So right, here, here, right. Here, here's the right answer on that. As far as a car driving the best you can for the least amount of money, get a two, three, four year old car and keep it for seven, eight years. Okay. You know, the other flip yeah. side is these warranties. You know, the extended right. warranties seem like, a, you know, it's just like any insurance. But, um, you know, it's the, the leases are charging you interest on your money higher than what you could go borrow it for. You're okay. getting, you know, you only can drive so much. You get Cause now, cause taken now, two on yeah. the miles if you go over. And then you park your car for three months until the lease is over. Says the guy that owns a 2022 vehicle, right? <laughs> Says <laughs> right. that guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's not a new thing. It's a, it's a thing. But gap as, insurance as every, always blows me it, away. Every parent's ever said, do as I say, not as yeah, I do. Right. Yeah, that, yeah. That's yeah. why we brought John Wood with that. Is that what you're saying? That is what I'm saying. John, is that what you're saying? Uh, yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, I think that's what he's saying. Snaggles came. Snaggles kicked our ass. He said sold. <laughs> Guys, I hope you uh, learned. Well, I don't, you know, you may not have learned a damn thing, but at least you had a good time. They learned as an owl on the dollar bill. What did I say? An owl? It, an owl. I didn't. I didn't know if you said an hour or an owl. I figured it was a mix between There's the two. An owl on a dollar bill. There's also a naked man on a pack of camels. <laughs> we'll talk about that some other time. That's right, guys. So. Uh, Share this episode with your friends, family, loved ones during this Corona time. You know what? You need a little bit of financial advice and help, and we may not have given <laughs> you didn't that. get it here. <laughs> <laughs> but go seek that, and then have them listen to this, and we'll pretend like we we gave you any of that. You know where we're at. So what you saying at gmail.com. We always love the uh, post mask off emails. So send those in. So what you saying dot com. That's where um, you can find us. And. Um, Oh, I almost forgot Tiger Claw Tattoo. Guys, don't forget to get yourself inked up over there in Mill Creek, Tiger Claw Tattoo. John, you got any tattoos? No. No. Mm. That That's something we should have invested in back in the day, in the early, mid-90s, when everybody was getting Chinese. The brothers were all getting Chinese <laughs> tattoos, <laughs> and the white and the white dudes Bit were tap. all getting fucking yeah. barbed wire. Just do that. We should have got, yeah, I like it. Yep. I Bit like tap. it. You heard that it. first right here. We're going to cover it. That, we're so, coming for you, Tiger Claw. <laughs> so with that, John, Keith, i got to tell you guys, it was a pleasure. We out. Ah! Uh-huh.